Welcome to Love Life with Court, the podcast that delves deep into the realms of manifestation, spirituality, and breaking through life obstacles to unlock your true potential. I'm your host, Courtney Irving, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey towards living the life you are destined to lead. In each episode, we'll explore the power of manifestations, share spiritual insights, and discuss practical strategies to overcome life challenges. But above all, this podcast is about empowerment, as I strive to empower you to create the life of your dreams. Join me on this empowering and enlightening adventure as we unlock the secrets to a more fulfilling and purpose-driven existence. Welcome to Love Life with Court, where the journey to your best life begins. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Love Life with Court. Today is my seventh episode, lucky number seven. And when I hopped on here, it said that I had 111 views on my shows, and that's 111. So I just have a good feeling about today. Not only today, but this podcast. I hope that whoever's listening to it, it really resonates with you and maybe some emotions or things you've been going through. If you can tell by the title, today we're going to be talking about welcoming negative thoughts and emotions. I also had a little bit of a breakthrough and a realization. As I say, I'm definitely learning on the job when it comes to this podcast and law of attraction and manifestation and finding your life path in alignment with the universe and so forth. And something that I was living by for quite a while was trying not to look at things in a positive way and a negative way. And what I mean by that is past Courtney very much used to think that if people didn't support me or if someone had something constructive to say back to me, it was very negative. So throughout my journey, I thought that, okay, I'm not going to look at experiences anymore as positive or negative, but more just as a learning experience and what can I take from that. But what I was ending up doing is I was falling into this toxic positivity. And that's something that I constantly am thinking about, which is the sense of that Whenever something that wasn't desired in my life was occurring, I was constantly just looking at the more uplifting things and so to speak, positive things. And I was ignoring any thoughts or emotions I had that were negative because I was just trying to say to myself that this is not positive or negative. It is just an experience. What can you take from it? And although although that is really important um, to be able to not let certain experiences kind of drown you into a sorrow, but instead look at it as an experience to which you can learn from. It also can prevent you from feeling the emotions that are meant to be felt, which correlates with what I'm going to talk about, which is welcoming those negative thoughts and emotions into your life so that you're able to release the experiences that maybe you are still living in and really getting out of the past and able to effectively deal with your emotions. So moving forward, I am welcoming the idea of looking at things through a positive 
and more negative outlook, but not in the sense that I want to embrace the negativity, but I want to welcome it so that I'm able to constructively work through it and get back to my positive self. And you may also be feeling the same way in the sense that you're constantly suppressing and avoiding feeling those negative emotions or experiences that you've gone through in life and you're constantly stemming from a positive outlook. But what our goal is today is learning that It's okay to feel those negative emotions or thoughts or work through those negative experiences, but trying to stem from a positive outlook to which you're wanting to work through that and get back to yourself to which you are not allowing those emotions or experiences overtake your life. And that's exactly where I want to get into what we're going to talk about, which is again, welcoming those negative thoughts and emotions. So my wonderful mother-in-law is constantly sending me videos on YouTube. We, I think that's one of the main things we bond over is sharing little videos with one another about law of attraction and manifestation and maintaining positivity and so forth. Honestly, I could we do cleanses together. She shares me videos on nutrition. It keeps going and going and going. But one of the most recent videos she shared with me was Rhonda Brine, which is the author of The Secret. And she talks a lot in the book about one of the most important, what would the word be? Not rituals, but exercises that can really help you get to your 2.0 self by working through emotions and what she coins it as the more you feel, the more you release. She also goes on by saying that if we do not welcome our emotions, we are resisting them, which results in suppressing our emotions. And over time, what you may see happens when you suppress your emotions, if you're someone who is guilty of doing that, what can happen over time is that it builds up, it builds up, it builds up, and then we get to a point where we've blown up over something that's not as big as where our energy levels and uh, response to the situation is. But this is because of constantly suppressing, 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 and then you end up blowing up. A lot of people who say that they keep things inside or they have troubles talking to others, they likely experience this quite often where they are continuously suppressing their emotions and not allowing those more vulnerable thoughts and feelings come out to someone they may trust or an environment where they are comfortable to express it. Because not everyone has that person they can talk to and not everyone is open to talking about to other people. And if that is you who feels that way that, yes, you have the people or even if you don't, either way, you don't feel comfortable to talk about what's going on. What I want to emphasize is that there's more power in finding in your day-to-day life moments where you can feel these emotions in a safe environment and get comfortable with those emotions. Because what happens over time is the more you feel these emotions, the more you feel these thoughts, they tend to not last as long. So for example, 
let's say that you have been having a really hard time lately and things just keep piling up, piling up, piling up. When the next thing happens, you are either angry or more disappointed for a longer time than you were the time before. Because when we're suppressing, it's kind of like we're filling up this bucket inside of us. And then when that bucket gets full, that's where we have the big explosion. We're freaking out over something so small that people around us think we're being ridiculous. And it's not healthy for you. It's not the reactions that you may get is not beneficial to what the goal is, which is releasing those emotions. And the more you suppress the less you are releasing to which ends up that you're going to overflow and explode as opposed to if you take these times to feel in a safe and comfortable environment and feel those emotions and feel them raw. You like, you know, if you need to cry, cry. If you need to scream, scream. But finding an environment where you can do that is so powerful. And let me tell you, the first few times you try to do it, It's going to feel weird if you are just sitting there and you're like, okay, I have time right now. I'm going to feel what I've been suppressing for a little bit and I'm going to talk myself and talk myself through it. That is so powerful and what happens is that maybe something happens in the future where you would have reacted a lot more intensely, but because you're allowing yourself to feel what is meant to be felt. We're meant to feel anger. We're meant to feel sadness. We're meant to feel disappointed. We're meant to feel every single emotion, just as those all, there's all those positive emotions that society embraces. Those emotions that we coin as negative are also so powerful in feeling. So essentially, what I want you to work on, if you are open to doing that, is Figuring out a time, especially if you are feeling that your your bucket's almost there and it's almost full, figuring out a time in your day-to-day life, even if it's once a week, where you take time for yourself to just feel those emotions. Just as I've said in my previous podcasts, our mind and body is one entity. And if we are feeling like deep emotions, if we are constantly suppressing these experiences we've had, these thoughts that we've had, um, maybe occurrences have happened where you haven't dealt with it and you continue to put it on the back burner, especially if it's like a loss in the family or a heartbreak in a relationship. What can happen is it affects our physical health as well. And studies that have focused on a identifying the correlation between individuals who suppress their emotions and individuals who have various physical ailments, that there is a strong correlation to those who suppress their emotions and their thoughts, to which it results in things like autoimmune disease, possibly cancer, neurological disease like ALS. And I'm not saying that suppressing emotions is the result of all of these, but it can be a strong correlation and really impact your entire life. Now, if we can identify healthy strategies to allow ourselves to feel these emotions in a way where it is healthy and it's an effective outlet, I think it's quite beneficial in acknowledging that 
by doing so, you are also preventing the possibility of experiencing physical ailments as well. Now with that and touching on the results of suppressing these emotions, I also want to emphasize all the benefits of releasing these. As I've said, the more you feel, the more you release. And emotional release helps with long-term to cope with stress. It helps with your overall well-being as emotions do not last as long in the mind and body due to frequent release. And additionally, by dissolving these emotions and releasing these emotions from our mind and body, it also helps heal our subconscious mind. Now, I know what you're thinking. Okay, Courtney, you've told me all the benefits. You told me the results of not doing this. I've given you a little bit of how you can start feeling these emotions, but I want to kind of summarize exactly where to start so that you're able to effectively welcome these negative thoughts and emotions in a way that you are releasing them and dissolving them from your body, from your mind, in both subconscious and conscious. Now, identifying first, if there's an environment that you feel safe and comfortable in to release and really feel these emotions. Additionally, if you have someone who is more of a comfort for you, Maybe reaching out and saying, I have these emotions. Do you have the mental capacity to let me go through them with you? Of course, there's also counseling if you're interested in that, but there are so many other resources that you can check out, um, even in YouTube, if you just YouTube how to begin releasing emotions, where if you're someone who doesn't feel comfortable to actually reach out to someone, whether that being a friend or a counselor, you can start with just relying on what many of us rely on, which is the lovely internet and things like YouTube, where you literally have a counseling session at the touch of your fingers without actually having to talk to somebody. However, either way, I would suggest if you are feeling that you do have someone you can speak to and you're just too nervous to do that or you don't want to be a burden to them, it doesn't hurt to just ask if they're emotionally available to listen to you and talk through things that you might be feeling right now. With that, reflecting daily on what makes you feel good and not so good is also really powerful in the sense that you can start identifying maybe who or what triggers you when you begin to suppress your emotions and keep what you're feeling um, with if that's being thoughts or reactions on the inside. Now, this could be people, it could be certain experiences, it could be certain environments that you're in, but really recognizing what makes me feel good and what are the things that I come home feeling that I have anger or sadness or essentially any of those undesirable emotions that we want to embrace and feel and let go of so that we are not no longer suppressing and really dissolving those emotions. Because as I said, the more you feel, the more you release. And with that, you are having frequent releases to where your emotions do not last as long and have an impact on our body as well. Additionally, something I want to leave you with is when you are feeling these emotions and welcoming them and really embracing them for what they are, I want to tell you that reach for clarity and not for reasoning. So 
in the sense, if it's someone that really upset you, don't try to find a reason to why they treated you that way. Or if something just bad happened and you're trying to find a reason, maybe what did you do to why this happened? That's not the goal. It's not to make an excuse for someone else or a reason why you deserved it, but it's just to find clarity to where you can release these emotions. And that could be as simple as, okay, I'm really upset because how this person spoke to me, there's nothing I can do about it. And at the end of the day, my peace is more important to me. So I'm going to take some deep breaths. I'm going to acknowledge how I'm feeling. I'm going to embrace it and know that my peace is more important than the words of someone else. So to summarize, our goal this week is to really feel the things that you have not been allowing yourself to feel. Okay, it's important to embrace those emotions, no matter if you think they are negative or positive. And your goal is to find clarity, not reasoning. This has been an amazing podcast. As usual, we're keeping it short and sweet today. I love all of you guys so much. I'm giving you all a big podcast hug. If you have been having a harder week than usual or if you're having the most amazing week, either way, I hope it is filled with peace and love and happiness. Again, if you have any questions for me, please leave them in the review section where there's a little Q&A section there as well. And I hope you guys all have the most amazing week. Bye, my loves. And that concludes today's podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave your girl some love on whichever platform you're streaming from. Subscribe, leave a review, show your girl some five stars if you really enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments. And I would love to make an additional podcast each week where I take the time to answer your questions and give you more insight on how you can reach your desired life. I hope you all have the most amazing week and I look forward to joining you next week. Another friendly reminder to not only be kind to others, but also be kind to yourself. And I love you all.